Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody in between. Welcome to the Panda Pod Cast. Today, I've got Kelly John Rose from Panda Rose because this is the Panda Rose podcast. Yeah. We're going to talk about local SEO. So let's get right into this. What do you have to tell me? Well, local search marketing and local SEO are sort of where business is these days. Historically, when people were doing search engine optimization, they would do it at a global level. They'd be targeting keywords and didn't matter where you were, you just try to get that keyword. What happens is, is Google in the last five years has done heavily adjusted their algorithms to target local businesses because if I search for plumber and I get plumbers in Toronto, that's of no use to me on Google. Just for everybody out there, we're in Edmonton, physically. So, so if we, you're searching for plumbers in Edmonton and you get results in Toronto, that's no good to you. Unless you have a lot of money to fly them out. Yeah, yeah, because they could be like a really amazing plumber. They could be, the type that can just really get into the pipes. Yep. So uh, that in mind, search, local search marketing, what you do as a business is, is you need to retarget how you are promoting your business online, specifically how you're doing your search engine optimization. A way to visualize this historically is nowadays, when you do marketing, you're doing it digitally. Well, you don't want to be targeting everybody around the world unless you're offering services all around the world. So instead, you use different tactics to target the local market so that when you have a storefront, when you have a service that is offered locally, people who are in that local market are more likely to find you. Can you tell me, is there a difference between search engine optimization and search marketing? Local search marketing can include considerably more than just search engine optimization. Search engine optimization is driving people specifically to your website. Local search marketing is making sure that you show up no matter how a local person is searching for you. If they're searching for your business with your location and you show up in a article with the newspaper, or you show up on the chamber website, or if you show up on other local businesses' blog posts, those all play to the local search marketing. When you're just doing SEO, you're more just aiming to drive people to your website for keywords and long tail keywords. Just to clarify, he's also using lots of hand gestures here. So if so you I hear want the you microphone get hit, that's probably. I just want you to picture that. He just did some more hand gestures. I just, yeah, I just think it's important that you all picture that, okay? <laughs> What's important, though, is with local search uh, engine optimization and local search marketing is this has become something uh, that's become imperative for local businesses to do. 30% of Google searches are for local information. 70% of online searchers use the local search to try to find businesses that they're going to go to. But I actually think that the most interesting number, which actually comes from Comscore, says that approximately 3 billion search queries contain local search terms every month. 
So that means when somebody searches for plumber, they're searching plumber Edmonton. So it's making sure that you're targeting so that when those local search queries happen, you're the one that shows up. So why do we want to do local search engine optimization? Well, I, I, I've been answering that, which is essentially you want business. If you're a business that operates locally, you want people who are local looking for you, finding you. It's the optimal way of spending your capital for your marketing budget. Why are you answering my questions before I even get to ask them? Because I can see the future, and that's why you should hire me. And there you have it, folks. Hire Panda Rose. We see the future. Also, don't sue us if we don't, please. That's less, but the thing is, we see the future, we'll see if they're going to sue us, and then we just won't work for them. (laughs) Okay. What should a business be doing on their website to improve SEO? Produce content. Generate blog articles and information which has the keywords that is directing you to your website. Make sure your technical SEO is correct. So make sure you have the keywords in those crucial places, in your page title, in your page headers, and making sure you have your internal linking. With that in mind, also make sure your site is responsive, it works well on mobile devices, and make sure that it's accessible so that if somebody were blind where to go to your site, they could get all the information. If you're a plumber, what kind of blogs should you be writing? ones. <laughs> <laughs> So just like pictures of of, of plugged toilets. (laughs) One of the weird things with writing blog posts is if you can write blog posts, do it. If you can't do it regularly, don't. Nothing looks worse to a potential client than a blog that's dead. But if you can regularly produce quick posts of interesting scenarios, for example, as a plumber that you've had to deal with, of interesting photos and details of stuff, let's say you're a home inspector, of tips so people don't have to call you regularly. You know, you don't want to have this issue, here's how you avoid it. Or even more so as a plumber, how to fix an actual plumbing problem if it's something they can do on their own. Yes, it may lose you a little bit of business for the one or two people who do it themselves, but in most cases it gives you so much goodwill that they'll be likely to come to you when they do have a more serious problem or when they try to do your instructions and fail miserably. Well, yeah, like I guess if, I, if I'm if i actually getting useful info from this plumber's blog, I'm gonna keep coming back to it. And then when I do have a problem, he's the first guy I'm gonna think of when I do need a plumber and a, have a problem I can't fix. Absolutely. Suppose you can't come up with lots of content, but you can come up with some. What's the ideal amount of content you should be putting out? Like once a week? About once a week is good. What if, uh, would once a month be too little? No, once a month would also be probably just fine. Just make sure that it's consistent. So if you're doing once a week, don't suddenly stop. If you're doing once a month, don't suddenly stop. Choose a period you're comfortable with and generate the content regularly. The reason for this is because as a customer, if I do end up at your blog and I see that it hasn't been updated in over a year, it does open up questions of, is this place operational or doing things, what's going on? Very important that if you have a blog, if you are posting stuff that you're posting semi-regularly. How do you do SEO? not on your website. What are other places off-site but still on the internet that you can do SEO? There's a whole list and in fact there's a YouTube video I did recently where I discuss a bunch of off-site SEO items. 
One recently that has come to mind though that I think is really interesting is get involved in your community. If you get involved in your local chamber, if you get involved in the events, if you sponsor the events, they're going to be posting your brand item on their pages. They're going to link back to your website. And it's going to be a link back in such a fashion that for Google, it shows extreme legitimacy and you have the extra benefit of building up your brand identity in the community as a whole. So this is one of those things where if your community has Canada Day festivities and you have the capital in your marketing budget, it's worth getting a table at the festivities and trying to do something fun with the kids and the families that come out. Even if your business is a plumber, that still gets your brand on all the Canada Day festivity websites. It gets your brand front and center of all the people who come to these events and they'll take photos and stuff and they'll be able to go, oh, I saw these guys at this and that provides a link back as well. It is worth getting involved. It is worth sponsoring those local events because not only does it build up your brand identity in a classic organic way, it also builds it up in a local SEO way because they have their own websites. They will link back to you. That goes into my next question. What other local things can you do that people might not think of to do around the community that are not on the internet that might help their SEO? I've been surprised by how many people haven't joined their local chamber. Joining a chamber is not very expensive and it immediately gets you a link back from what is usually a high domain authority website. That helps immensely with local SEO. And then if you get involved with your local chamber, let's say, for example, in town here with Business at Breakfast, you could volunteer to speak at a Business at Breakfast and discuss your business or discuss ways that you've learned to grow your business to help other businesses grow. Those things naturally will lead to the event pages linking back to you, people who are going to your event, posting on social media about you. All of these things play in, that leads to sort of non-standard local SEO building you up. In a very interesting fashion, chambers used to be the way that you found out about other businesses locally. Now, chambers are one of the best ways to show value to Google, so you show up and thus people find out about you. So if you're part of a single community, join the chamber. If you have offices in multiple communities where there's different chambers and you have the budget for it, join those chambers, but not just join them. Get involved, sponsor things, join the board. All of that plays out both from the perspective of you become available in front and center, but also you will get those links that really help build your business and you will show up in even more unusual places. For example, if you're at a chamber event and the local newspaper takes a photo of you, you now have your business in the local newspaper linking back to you as well as the chamber. So it seems obvious on hindsight, but you want a good SEO, get involved. Because Google doesn't only recognize links, right? They'll recognize names and articles. Yes, Google, their algorithms are changing constantly. One thing that's caught a lot of people off guard in the last little while is while we can't figure out exactly how it's working, content on social media outlets does seem to actually help to some degree with local SEO. Google owns YouTube. You post on YouTube, you get content on there. That will help. Make sure your Google My Business page shows up, but even more so, make sure you're doing posts regularly on your Google My Business page. Why? Because those business posts themselves are starting to show up when local business results are showing up. All of this plays together and all of these different elements help promote your business, not only from the perspective of brand awareness and brand identity, but also just from SEO because Google at the end of the day wants to promote the businesses that are most known in the community. And they're using every tool they can find to automate figuring that out. 
And I think that's sort of the things that lots of people neglect is that Google My Business page. We've had a lot of people come to us, oh, what's the Google My Business page? And they don't know what it is or they haven't claimed it. And it's probably one of the things that can make a huge difference in being found. And as soon as you claim that, you just shoot up in the rankings. It's oh, huge. Absolutely. You know, and then the other things are people come to us and say, oh, I don't need to be listed in Yahoo or Yelp. And nobody uses those anyway. Well, it's not really a matter of whether or not people use them. Google uses them. So. And, and not just that, there are people who they ignore the small local content creators that are creating podcasts, that are creating YouTube video series, that are creating blogs. In Toronto, BlogTO is the big one, but even in small communities like Spruce Grove, there's a podcast called Try Podcast. Mm -hmm. That content creation, you should be sharing that with people in your community to both help that person build up their platform, but also if you have the capital to invest in sponsoring them to encourage it, that will build up a whole network. And if you're the first one, well, you're the one that's gonna show up on Google as being the local person for this business. Invest in those small guys, they're not a big cost, and it will help build in the long run. Classic form of media are slowly passing on. And it's good for the community in general. Oh, definitely. Supporting local people. One of the other things that catches a lot of people off guard is if you have the ability to do content creation, contact businesses that are in your industry and offer to do guest posts. Because if they do have their own blog, they're trying to create content as well. You guest post, you cross pollinate, you're gonna both cause their business getting good content that generates them more business, but also driving more people to your business in the process. So it's a little unexpected, but it actually can work. Now you need to have the spare cycles to generate the content, but it can work very nicely to help build up that SEO. Finally, Pride and Prejudice, BBC slash A&E version, great movie or the greatest movie? No clue. I haven't watched it at all. Well, I guess you have your homework cut out for you. I've seen the Emma commercials. That looks interesting. That's not the same at all. This podcast was brought to you by Panda Rose Consulting Studios. The interviewer was me, Deborah Mullen, and the interviewee was our CEO and dear leader, Kelly John Rose. Editing was done by Deborah, and our horrific theme song is the vocal stylings also of me, Deborah. If you want to learn more about any of the things we talked about, check out the show notes, and maybe I'll have put something there. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and our website, pandarose.ca. Thanks for listening. Da 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 da